0: No big deal with this. Because okay. I don't see either one of these these players averaging 30 points a game uh, this year. So I just think that is the way that 76ers uh, played them. They gave them a lot of shots. And for me, it's more, uh, you know, what I want to see and what I saw a little bit more was Tatum rebounding the basketball, Tatum giving assists, Brown uh, assisting others. That, to me, is more important when you think about uh, what they're going to do on their offensive end. Girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody, give me a napkin so I can wipe my
1: mouth. Ah. All right, it's another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone. Cedric Maxwell's here, of course. And the NBA season has kicked off the Boston Celtics grabbing that huge win against the Philadelphia 76ers. I say huge for a reason. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. We'll get through it. We'll talk all about it. And uh, some of the Golden State Warriors, they got a win as well. So we got to talk about that. And uh, the, this opening week of the NBA season, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it all. man. I mean, listen, but from seeing what the Celtics did, obviously was huge. You know, the Golden State Warriors, what they did to the Lakers was fun. But just to, to see this whole thing you play itself out, man, it's going to be entertaining, this Eastern Conference right now. And we're also going to play big deal or no big deal, Max. I know how you like we play when we play these uh, these games every once in a while. So I, I got <laughs> you on that. this. I got some storylines lined up, and I want to hear what you think, which ones are a big deal and which ones aren't. But before we get into that, um, let's just talk about – the Bill Russell ceremony that went down at TD Garden, man. I thought that they did a really good job with this. Um, I love that there wasn't a huge, you know, flashy introduction for the players. It was strictly a dedication to, to Bill Russell. And you saw the, the the focus from the players. I mean, it, it looked like the type of game that Bill Russell would have coached, honestly. The way the Celtics team offense was running the floor um, just just beating up on the 76ers. I mean, the the, the score didn't really tell the, the whole picture, right? It felt like they they, they it felt like a 15 to the, the 17 point win, but the Celtics did win uh, 126 to 117, tacking on 126 points in Joe Missoula's NBA coaching debut, Max. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I thought it was a, a, a good representation for what this team needed to do early on. I want to see how they function uh, you know, with the without Eme. Uh, you know, the relationship he built with Marcus, the relationship he built with Tatum and Brown, uh, you know, that's to be, uh, you know, you, you can't talk enough about how he pro- propelled this team towards winning and uh, getting to the finals. Now, what I saw yesterday was the Tatum and Brown and Marcus Smart, do they need to have their hands held anymore? You know, they're big boys now. They, they've been around the block. You know, all-star selection, uh, you know, all-NBA, all-defensive team. I mean, so, so I don't think that they need that. And maybe it's just the guidance, just the, the mm-hmm. steady guidance of a, of a young coach who's just trying to understand the game. I think that's good. Uh, you know, there were several times when uh, Joel Embiid kind of took over and Al Horford played well. But, uh, you know, one thing I did see, they, they do miss Rob Williams. Uh, Rob Williams at that shot blocker, that guy at the end of the line. And, um, you know, I, but I love what, you know, different pieces came in and, you know, able, able to kind of feel the bill.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Rob Williams thing, I mean, that's going to be the elephant in the room all season long. But the, the more you see this team play this way and, and put up big points like this and win big the way they did, the more he's got, the less he's going to be a talking point, right? I mean, everyone's going to be thinking about when he's going to come back. It looks like it's going to be in, in 2023, but if this team can sort of weather the storm until then, I mean, they, they should be in good shape. And I'm with you, Max. I feel like it was the uh – the, the ongoing theme throughout has been like the first day of school, right? I mean, Jason Tatum talked about it. The guys on NBA TV talked about it. Man, it's like the first day of school. Everyone's excited. I felt like it was the first day of school watching these Celtics players come back. But it also felt like it was like senior year of high school when you're like, man, you guys are grown up now. Look at you <laughs> figuring things out. You know? Look at, yeah, you survived look the NBA. Look at you, Brad. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, right. Your <laughs> big <laughs> brain. Look at it.
0: It, it did. It was some. Remnants of you weathered that. the storm
1: and you, you yeah. figured it out. You know? Yeah,
0: just, just defending. Uh, you know, a couple of times it was real funky when I saw the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, lined up against um Joel Embiid and did a great job of stripping him away from the ball one time yeah. in particular with Joel Embiid picked up another foul. Where he knocked Marcus out of the way. Uh
1: Marcus What do you trying- think of that play, by the way? Was that dirty? Was that basketball play? What do you think?
0: On Marcus's part, yeah. There was. The grabbing of the leg, That was, you know, he was just trying. He really, I think he was just trying to grab his leg. I can't necessarily say it was dirty. I think he just tried to grab his leg, slow no, it down. And, and B, the part, though. Yeah. But then B, the way he fell down, I think, you know, really uh, agitated the whole situation. I don't think there would have been that much. But Joel B really tried to seem like he tried to twist Marcus's arm off. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I like that the fact that Joel Embiid the, he can be a little nasty, and and I like that for the 76ers team, they'll they'll need him to do that.
1: Yeah, I thought about the um, the the Dwayne Wade, you know, grab arm grab on on Rondo. I mean, you know, people who've been watching this team of a certain age, they remember that when you see the way he pulled it on the you know on the replay, I was like, whoa! I mean, Marcus could have really gotten hurt there, and I think that's why he he reacted the way he did.
0: Yeah, he did. He reacted. I think on both parts, it was a little it was a little touchy. But that's what happens in real competitive sports and games, that you're going to have guys who are going to push guys away, they're going to knock people away. You know, those things are going to happen.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, let's kick off this um, this this uh, big deal, no big deal. Let's yeah, start no. right here. We're already here, right, with the Celtics. Yeah. So let's, let's, start, let's start with the Celtics one, right? Like okay. I said, right, Celtics scored 126 points. The offense was explosive especially in that second half, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they each had 35 points combined for 70. The last duo to do that was uh, Chamberlain, Chamberlain and Jerry West. They did that in 1969. The first duo to do that in the, in the season opener. And, uh, and that's how long it's been. It's in 1969. So I ask you, Max, is this a big deal or no big deal? Because you know it's that time of the year where people can get overly excited or they can, you know, just put their expectations a little too high. What do you what do you I think call? I think
0: no big deal. No big deal with this. Because okay. I don't see either one of these these players averaging 30 points a game uh this year. So I just think that is the way that 76ers uh played them, they gave them a lot of shots. And for me, it's more uh, you know, what I want to see and what I saw a little bit more was Tatum rebounding the basketball, Tatum giving assists, Brown uh, assisting others that to me is more important when you think
1: about uh what they're going to do on their offensive end. So Max the last time we spoke it was the, the the talk of the of the city or the talk of the NBA rather was what happened between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole you know the TMZ video that came out from the practice and 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 the punch that everyone was talking about going into this now Draymond Green was fined he was not suspended uh for what he did um so I guess it's sort of a two part here I mean in that part, in that sense but then also the way that we saw this, you know, what they did to the Lakers, you know, blowout win on ring ceremony night. After seeing all that, you know, no, the way these guys came together, big deal or no big deal? After no big
0: now. deal. No big deal with that. So they're over I, this. This is going to be. I think going talk about. I the think the Warriors constituted with their veteran players, guys who've been there before. Uh, Steve Kerr and Steve Kerr will tell you, you know, Steve Kerr got punched in the in the, in the and they are by Michael Jordan, and they went on to win a championship. Those things happened. It was simply put, it was the tape that did it. it, it, it that was all. Yeah. If it hadn't been for the tape, nobody, you know, unless you saw Jordan Poole the next day and he had a black eye, but nobody would have thought that much about it, you know, yeah. because guys get into that kind of stuff a lot. Uh, was it over aggressive? Yeah. I say on Draymond's part the way he punched him, but you know the the thing about it you look at it and you're going okay, those things happen, and um, that's a veteran basketball club uh, led by probably the two of the greatest the greatest shooters ever to play the game. Uh, they passed the ball. They had I think thirty plus assists in that game. Uh, they they ran around uh, the Lakers
1: like they were standing still. And with that being said, uh, from the other side of that matchup, we're talking about the Warriors. Let's talk a little bit about the Lakers. Uh, 123-109 was the final score. Blowout win for the Golden State Warriors. Have a lot of people talking about, well, how good is this Lakers team? Big deal, no big deal. Getting blown out by the champs. Does that mean this team is really that far from competing for championship? I don't think championship?
0: I don't think the score, but the way they played really was disappointing if you're a Laker fan because you had great performances from Anthony Davis and LeBron, and you still got blown out. Yeah. The thing that if you're a Laker fan, what you have to look at is who else is going to score the ball for you, or can they score the ball for you? Westbrook like, looks like he's essentially checked out, and if you're looking at Patrick Beverly as your three-point threat, then I think you got a long, long ways to go. But uh, not a really big deal. Not not to not to put the nail in the coffin early on for the Lakers. They got a lot of playing to do, and but boy, there's some teams out there in the West that are waiting for them. I mean, I look at their next game that they play when they play the Clippers, uh, yeah. and that, that
1: that's going to be another big game for them. I mean, I'm with you because I don't think it's a I I don't. it's a big deal because it's something that we already knew right i think that's how far Mm -hmm. behind they are from the lakers in my opinion i mean this team isn't going to be a top three or top four team unless they make a drastic change right unless they address the shooting concerns you know guys that can really compliment lebron and anthony davis i mean the whole buddy hill trade thing i I thought that that's the kind of weapon that this team could have used i mean whatever happened with those trade talks maybe they happen again but, yeah, they have to address that concern because the, going into the season, I mean, look at what you saw, the way they looked up against the Golden State Warriors, the way they matched up. I just don't think they're, they're in that category of being a top team in the West. No, they're not in the upper, upper echelon. And, and I don't know,
0: I, does Buddy Hill take them over the top? That one I'm guy. I'm just talking has, about people who are I, I, potentially I, on the he, table. You know what I mean? He's he's a legitimate shooter. He does that. Uh uh, Miles comes in; he can be a three-point threat, so you have more three-point threats. But I, I look at that team; that's a that's an old team over there, man. When
1: yeah. you got
0: your when you got your best player, supposedly your best player right now, you're number 20 plus. It, it don't it don't get easier. I mean, you get the first game of the season, and then you start. You got 82 games to go, mm-hmm. injuries, whatever, travel. We'll see how that fits out, but. It was real funny when I saw LeBron James at the end of end of that game. Well like looking at his fingernails, like, you know, biting his nails. Are my nails good here? Is this like LeBron, you you you, you're actually into this thing? And so it, it it that
1: didn't that didn't help me if I was a Laker fan. He's got a lot on his mind, Max. That's what that means, in my opinion. He had to watch the ring ceremony. You know what he's wondering? Am I ever going to be able to do this again? Like, In, in sense of getting another champion? You know what? That well, lot on his mind.
0: No, no, no. Michael Weirborn said it best
1: today. And I heard him uh, yeah.
0: on, on, I think it was on Get Up. And he said, whatever happens right now does not define LeBron James' legacy. Mm. He, is, he said he is still going to go up on your Mount Rushmore is one of your top five players ever to play the game. That's just right now. Maybe one or two, who knows? But I don't think that you look at LeBron saying, oh my God, I got this all on. I I got this on my mind. The guy's a billionaire. He has a wonderful family. He's won multiple rings. He lives in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, but losing is not easy. He's he on owns, national TV. Come dude, on, he cares he about owns, that
0: stuff, man. He owns part of the Red Sox, dude. He owns it, and say he doesn't like Boston. Come on, man. That dude, that dude got it going on. So I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel sorry at all for LeBron, but. I just nah, don't I'm not trying, I'm
1: not, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm not trying to say you feel sorry, but I just think he just a on his mind right now. He, he he's got to be wondering the, what, what this team's gonna do. I mean, I'm not saying he's thinking the sky's falling, but he must be like he was really in his thoughts at that moment, I think. Well, <laughs>
0: you know, he, he, yeah, I tell you what, he looked at that, looked at the Golden State Warriors, and the Golden State Warriors told him by the way they were playing, he will not win the championship. Not this. Yes, year. exactly. Now, exactly. At that exactly. Point, I'll have to. I'll totally agree because you haven't even seen Phoenix, and you, and you seen know he's Alex. thinking
1: he's also. You know you he's
0: Dallas. Cre- you haven't seen. You haven't yeah. seen Denver, and hell, you going to see the Clippers. So yeah, in, in that point, yeah, he could yeah. have a- on
1: his mind. And part of him is saying, "Yo, they're still doing this with the same team." He doesn't know what that looks like, Max. He doesn't. He has no idea what that looks like. <laughs> Eight years, damn. Y'all still winning championships. Y'all still out here beating my ass. Like, you know what I mean? He's got to be thinking that. But I digress. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football is back and BetOnline remains your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports and events. Bet MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, big deal, no big deal. Robert Williams underwent a PRP injection, according to Shams um, of The Athletic. He says now it's talking. they're talking about um, January towards the second half of the, of the regular season. Um, my, my guess has always been the all-star break, but it seems like that's going to definitely be the case in terms of him coming back. Uh, December, January, potentially – or excuse me. Yeah, December, January, or, or even later than that. Uh, big deal, no big deal.
0: I don't think it's a big deal right now. Uh, It will be as it looms forward because what you want is um, to be cohesive and have some continuity. And he's the guy when the Celtics played their best basketball last year for a 30, 40-game period, Robert Williams was that consistent thing in the middle, blocking shots, getting rebounds, running the floor. You know, he made a huge difference. Especially when he's playing alongside Al, you know, I I love you. Could he, he was even to the point where he was reliable at the free throw line, knocking down free throws in critical yeah. situations. So Rob Williams has made some strides, but without him, it will become a bigger deal the longer he's not in the, in the lineup. Sorry, Al, ask my man right here, he's looking over my shoulders, a, a young Cedric Maxwell, my brother. What you think? Oh, cornbread, like yeah, yeah. I think you're right, man. I think. You want to Shake your head, dog. Shake your head. He's shaking his head. Like, yeah, yeah, it might work. Yeah.
1: If you if you were to tell him what the future holds, man, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't think he'd believe you. What do you think?
0: Let me see. You're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna be a Finals MVP. You're gonna have your jersey retired by the Boston Celtics. You're gonna work 26 years in broadcasting with. you two know championships. With... Come on, don't, don't sell
1: yourself All short. now. two
0: championships. Like. He might be, he he might go on, yeah, that's a bit much.
1: That's more Hollywood. <laughs> that's a lot. I don't know. I don't know. Every D playoff run starts with building an amazing team. Doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts. You just need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instamatch, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because of virtual interview, which is commonplace in today's society. Don't make your candidates jump through hoops. Indeed's virtual interview tool means there's nothing to download. Just click and talk. With virtual interviews, Indeed saves time. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent all in one place. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants. No need to install anything extra. Indeed's virtual interview tools works from your browser. Indeed saves you headaches. Interview virtually with no downloads, plugins, or purchases. You can do it all in one place with Indeed. After using Indeed's virtual interviews, most employers say that it saved them days of hiring time, according to Indeed Data US. On average, applicants who scored proficient or higher on their reliability assessments were twice as likely to be on time for work, according to Indeed Data US. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows you're growing your own business. You have to make every dollar. Account. That's why when you sponsor a job, you only pay for quality applications for resumes in our database matching your job description. Just go to Indeed.com Maxwell. That's Indeed.com Maxwell. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per applications, pricing not available for everyone. Needs a hire? You need Indeed. All right. And um, finally, uh, Kevin Garnett on a recent show with Paul Pierce, KG certified. On Showtime, they were they were previewing the NBA season, and he uh, Paul put him on the spot, asking him who was top four teams in the East is going to be, and he didn't include Boston. I saw this fans where they were they were surprised, they were shocked, and this is obviously before the start of the regular season. But his top four is Milwaukee, Philly, Brooklyn, and Cleveland. Big deal or no big deal? The big ticket, no, no big deal,
0: album. no big deal. The big ticket didn't didn't get those right. I, I don't I don't buy that at all. I love Cleveland. I've talked about them. Yeah, that's your squad. That's I, don't, I, don't I don't see. I don't see Cleveland being better than the Celtics. So,
1: where does Brooklyn fit in all this? Because I'm surprised a lot of people haven't. They're just throwing Brooklyn into the top four. I think because
0: they're looking at it, saying Kyrie's going to have a banner year. Durant is Durant. Mm. The big, the big clue here is going to be what happens with Ben Simmons. And if Ben Simmons plays well, people have said he can be – if he's an all-star or near that, they're going to be in the mix.
1: Is there a good chance that this could be the last year uh, Durant and Kyrie play together? Possibility. You know, if he doesn't – if it doesn't
0: perform well, Kyrie won't get that long-term extension in Brooklyn. You have to go someplace else and
1: get it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think that that's is true. And this is uh, – I didn't have this – listed as, as, as last i put the kg thing last but you know just talking about a little you know what happened last night between the and 76ers but are the sixers in that boat in the sense of being like a, the the los angeles lakers so sort to of speak of the of the east because there's there's at least one sports writer uh that, that's saying that this is a problem after what he saw at the game one like the philadelphia 76ers are not an eastern conference contender like this guy is already out there saying it and I was surprised because I'm like, man, it was it's in it's in my mind, but I still I still think these, these guys are still a top four team, right? Even though I think you know, they're I think they're,
0: I think they're top fourteen. I think it's not their last hurrah, but I still think if you look at uh, Harden and MB, this has
1: to be their year that they go deep into the playoffs. Right. Right. I just wonder about the other pieces. I, can, can these guys step up, you know? I thought Tobias Harris got really – he went cold in the second half. I mean, I, Tyrese Maxey is, is, is definitely a, a, a big piece here, but at least you see, you saw James Harden bounce back in a big way. I mean, Sixers fans got have that to <laughs> be for sure.
0: And There are a lot of good things, and Doc Rivers being there, I don't think he's going to let that team fall dead on the vine at all. I think they're going to be really right. good.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of of Maxwell Podcast. And uh, That's subscribe. what's last night. Enjoy us. Peace out. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week.